What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I've got a cat-tacular episode for you, where JF Cat meets a very special relative as they travel through outer space. Best of all, this was a completely improvised story that I got to tell with the help of a friend. I hope you enjoy this classic episode, and we'll be back next week with a brand new story. And now I get to introduce to you a friend, an improviser, an audiobook narrator, an actor, and dad to superfan Parson, Mike Rylander. Da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, Mike. So happy to have you here. Hey, Eric. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I have to say, yes, my daughter is a super fan of the show. That's awesome. And me being here just scored me so many cool dad points that the total number of cool dad points I have in her eyes now is the infinity symbol. Whoa, that's yeah. that is so many cool dad points. So many cool dad points. I, cool spelled K E W L. Do you have this in writing so, so that you know later on in her life you can say, "Hey, infinity hey. cool dad points." Yeah, right. So like I can pull my pants up as high as I want, and I I can wear black socks with sandals and khaki shorts, and I'll still be cool. I'm so psyched to have Mike on the show and physically in my studio. We're going to improvise a story, and I mean really improvise it. We don't know what's going to come out of our mouths today. We are jumping into the abyss of the unknown, (laughs) and we are going to say yes and to everything that comes in our path. Well, if we're doing it correctly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the only thing we have to go on is our two questions. And the first is from a pair of listeners named Eli and Daisy. Hi, my name is Daisy, and I'm seven years old, and I like cats. Hi, my name is Eli. I'm eight years old, and I like dogs. We're cousins. My question is, what if cats lived in outer space? My question is, what if space dogs chase space cats? Bye. Bye. Wow. That is a deep, deep question. Mm-hmm. This might have to go into what if world's future, perhaps. But we want to get one more question from a patron named Nina. Hi, this is Nina, and I... Like cat and I'm six years old. My what if question is what if cats could fly? I feel like this is an origin story for how 
it rains cats and dogs. I hadn't even thought. I love that. We have a lot to go on. I think we should just jump straight into I it. I think huh? we should. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to find out what if cats live in outer space and space dogs chase space cats. And also what if cats could fly. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart topping family road trip trivia podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. JF Cat was walking down the hall of a giant spacecraft, and at the helm of this spaceship was a captain, and a dog at that. With perfectly coiffed hair, hello, I am Captain James T. Bark. I am uh, not Captain JF Cat, oh, former president, is that impressive? Yes, that is very impressive. I have met world leaders from all over the universe. In our nine-life mission, we are setting out to explore strange new worlds, seek out new forms of dogs and cats, and boldly go where no dog has gone before. Or cat. Sure, whatever. So, JF Cat and James T. Bark started to take off in their space rocket ship. But uh, why is, hang on, why is this spaceship purring? Is this, is this my brother? Are you driving around in my brother, the cat rocket ship? Hello, it is me, Bobby Kittendee. If you didn't know, cats can turn into rocket ships, and Bobby Kittendee was one such cat. Not only am I brothers to JF Cat, I can also turn into a rocket ship. I'm just 100% sure that everyone's really excited to finally hear both of us at the same time. I missed you yesterday at tennis class. I do not enjoy playing tennis without you, you know. I don't enjoy playing tennis at all. I just chase around the balls. You are very good at chasing the balls. Just then, James T. Bark cleared his throat. <clears throat> Listen to me, you weird cats. It is time to engage. That's it. That was the end of the sentence. Oh, okay, great. Uh, I don't really know much about uh, spaceships, but 
it says that I'm the pilot, so I'm just going to press a bunch of your buttons here, Bobby. Sorry about this. Uh, that tickles me. You just tickle. Oh, there we go. And we're off. And we're off. Is it just me, JF Cat, or is it weird that you are flying inside me and that I am simultaneously your brother cat and also a spaceship? It's not weird. It's just you. You guys are strange. And before they knew it, JF Cat, James T. Bark, and Bobby Kittendy were deep, deep into outer space, boldly going where they'd never been before. Captain's Dog. Bark date, 94.32. Oh, it's actually Tuesday. Bark date, Tuesday. Thanks, JF Cat. You're welcome. We were aboard the Bobby Kettendy, which was a cat politician brother turned into a spaceship. <laughs> Quick, everyone, grab your positions. We seem to be engaging an enemy vessel. Uh, my first space battle and all. I haven't even learned how to function the space cannons. Stay calm, JF Cat. Just grab your space rockets. They're right in front of you. All right, all right. Oh, that tickles. Okay, sorry, sorry, whoops. JF Cat and Bobby Kittany were blasting wildly into outer space as far-off creatures seemed to be floating back and forth in front of the spaceship, blasting it with lasers. Take that, dude, you bad spaceship. I am Fred Zorb, the destroyer, master of a thousand dog worlds, and you are in enemy territory. Wow. Wow. I am scared. Scared. Excuse me. JF Cat, you need to take over. Uh, I am going to the bathroom to cry. Okay, uh, uh, okay, uh, James, uh, all right. Goodbye. He's, well, he's... Okay, uh, listen, I've dealt with Fred the Dogs before. No, I'm Fred Dog the Destroyer. A totally different thing. Yes, totally different. Hello there, giant dog, creature, or person. It is me, Bobby Kitten D. Spaceship, a.k.a. Cat. A.K.A. Spaceship. Yeah, you see, I'm a, I'm a glowing orb spaceship, A.K.A. Dog. This all makes perfect sense to me, that a dog would also be a spaceship orb, and a cat would also be a spaceship. Of course, this is all totally normal. I don't know why we're rehashing it right now. We're in the middle of a space <laughs> battle. I'm back from the bathroom and have pulled myself together. How is the battle going? It's, it's really not. We've just been talking about the battle this whole time. Yes, you've been talking while well, I've just been blasting out your engines. <laughs> Evil laugh. Oh no, look at that. We have just taken a direct hit. Oh man, that's a lot worse than an indirect hit. Ouch. Ow, that really hurts me. Oh, my poor brother, we're about to crash. Hold on, brother. No, you hold me on, no, brother. brother. You hold me, brother. Okay, let's hold each other. Brothers. This is weird. Ouch as well. Okay, I think we should explore this strange dog or planet we have crashed into. And James T. Bark and JF Cat saw floating overhead dog spaceships that seemed to be searching for them. What about me? Can I turn into a regular cat once you get outside me? Normally you could, but you're too severely damaged and we've heard too much of this particular accent for one story. Ouch. Fine then. We shall go. It will be me, JF Cat, and you, guy in red shirt. Me? Yeah, just come along. We really need your help. Okay, nothing bad ever happens to unnamed characters in red shirts. JF Cat, James T. Bark, 
and the unnamed character in the red shirt went exploring across the planet until they came across a great dog mountain. <laughs> I'm a dog and also a mountain. It's normal on this planet. <laughs> Why is everything two things at the same time? It's just how it is in outer space. You're a dog, so you're okay, but cats are not allowed on this planet. I must chase you. <laughs> I'd say run, but he is not moving. Okay, well, if I could move, I would chase you. Because kitties are all bad, and doggies are all good. That's how it works. But are we not all the same? Whether your fur is curly, and you bark, or your fur is straight, and you purr. Do we not all have feelings? No, cats are bad. Oh wow, look at this! It's a giant poor shooting out lava! I'm gonna inspect it! Hey, unnamed character in the red shirt! You really shouldn't put your face that close to the lava, it's dangerous! Hey, nothing bad ever happens to people in red shirts without na- ah! Oh man, your face got badly steamed, but you're okay. Yeah, it hurt a little bit, but I'm still good. Guys, don't you realize we are encountering a mountain dog who has ill feelings towards felines? Let's focus! Yes, Fred Zorb the Destroyer, I have found the enemy! Oh, oh, what? oh wait, oh, don't let me fly over there, hang on, oh, there's a stick over here, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna take this with me. And Fred Zorb the Destroyer, dragging a giant tree alongside its ship, started flying towards them rapidly. Hey, Fred the Dog! I was sleeping, you know. I didn't realize you were a, a dog tweet. I should have I should have checked. It's okay. How are you doing? I haven't seen you since well last Tuesday when you came over for that game of canasta. That was fun. Okay, you know, I'm actually in the process of chasing some some bad kitties that oh. that have invaded the planet. So, can we talk about canasta another time? I suppose. I'm just going to go back to sleep. You can drag me around. That's fine. Oh, okay, great, because I'm going to just chew on you a little bit and you're... This is weird. My face hurts. Oh, no. This guy got a wet face. Hang on. Guy with the wet shirt and the wet face? You're not a cat, are you? No, I'm a human. Oh, well, I don't know about humans, so I just lick your face real quick. <laughs> That's pretty good, that actually. tickles. Oh, you know, I'm just going to take one more. <laughs> What's going on here? I thought you weren't mad at a human. Oh, no, I'm not mad at him. I just, he was yummy, so I ate him. He's not a dog, so I can treat him however I please. Sorry, I was sleeping again. Um, whoa. Hey, talking tree dog. Did you just eat someone, Fred? Oh, yeah, but don't worry, it wasn't a dog, so, or a dog tree, or a dog mountain, or a dog spaceship, so I could just eat it. Well, I suppose that makes, no, wait, that doesn't make sense. That makes huh? zero sense. What? Look it, how do you define who's edible or not? Oh, uh, well, if you dog or dog thing, I don't eat you, and otherwise, I can't eat you if I feel like it. Okay, well, I guess... I guess. You guess that? Okay. I really thought he was going to make an appropriate point. Apparently, he was very tired. So, this planet, we've learned, is full of people who don't like other people based on what they look like. That is sad. 
That is very sad. You're a dog, so you feel the same way, right? No. As you can see, JF Cat and I are friends. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah, we're friends. So you friends with the with the cat? Yes. I have traveled all over the universe, and I have realized that in life there are two paths: hate or love. And I choose love. Wow. I always thought it was hate, love, or sticks, and I chose sticks, of course. What? Did someone just say? Oh, quiet, you are. But maybe I shouldn't just eat sticks and dislike all the people that I meet automatically. There is an old saying from Planet Earth of the 20th century. Do not judge a book by its cover, <gasps> for life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, two roads diverged in the wood. I heard that, yeah. And taking the other path, uh huh, led him to the dark side. What is he talking about? You never know what you're going to get. Oh,、uh, you already did that one, I think. Fear not, what fear is. Uh, d- uh, okay. The wind will not serve. Take to the oars. Is is he still going? How many roads must a man walk down? Listen, I get he- it. I get it. I- I'll spit up your friend in the wet shirt. <laughs> hey, look it. I'm completely safe. Everything works out for unnamed characters in red shirts on evil alien planets. <laughs> what? I can enjoy canasta and eating humans too. That, that's what I just learned, Tweet Dog Person. We can't just eat people, and because because the two roads diverge in the yellow wood or something. If you dream it, you can achieve it. Yeah, exactly. That's why. The only way to do great work is to love what you do. No, it's just be, it's just because it's wrong. Never have so many been saved by so few, or something. The end. That's the quote. That's the quote. Wow, I feel so much wiser and more confused. <coughs> wow, I can't believe I got eaten twice today and spit up both times completely unharmed. Now we're all friends, okay? So can you just help us fix my brother, Bobby Kittendy? I actually, along with Canasta, I'm quite good at fixing cat spaceships. That's true. He a tree dog person engineer, and he doesn't mind being chewed. Cardigals. Cardigals. This is weird. The end. Mike, we did it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It was a weird one, but that's what you get when you're just completely flying off the handle. Completely、there. flying off the handle. And you want to? I think we learned a good lesson today. Which is? Which is that all people are the same,、mm-hmm. and improvised stories about dogs and cats that are also spaceships get a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, you've done、uh, narration for Epic Originals, the the Creature Campers series, and the Z Team books. Those are kids' books, right? West Forty Four Publishers. Yeah, the Z Team books are、um, awesome. That you can get them as regular books, you know, that are printed and that you read. Yeah. <laughs> and I narrate the audio books. They're a lot of fun. It's a, a town. Uh, and it's、uh, a group of kids, and all this crazy paranormal stuff always happens in this town. So one book is about zombies, one's about ghosts, one's about vampires. 
There's one about werewolves. It's really fun. And then, yeah, with Epic Originals, um, I narrate a, a series called Creature Campers. And this one's really fun. It's a summer camp for kids that are also monsters. So the lead characters are Frankenstein. And there's a, a little, like, zombie rabbit. And it's really fun. So oh, appara- apparently I have a thing for you have doing a thing. kids-focused paranormal content. Well, I think that's why we get along. Because <laughs> I grew up loving monsters. And I always love to have a crazy, fun monster on the show. Yeah. And obviously the most important credential I have is being uh, a dad to a wonderful six-year-old girl. Her name's Parson Daisy, and she is a What If World super fan. Oh, she is indeed. That's how we became friends. She asked dozens of questions. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it, in my career I've done some cool stuff. I was on an episode of Parks and Rec and shot a scene with Paul Rudd and I've done but awesome. in her eyes being with Mr. Eric at the What If World podcast headquarters is pretty much as good as it gets. <laughs> well, th- uh, thank you again for for making the drive up to the valley today and I would just like to say goodbye to you, brother. Oh, it's been very nice having you here today and also riding around in you and out of space. Are you going to the family reunion in the Catskills later on this year? There are a lot of deer there. Uh so the answer is yes, I love chasing deer. I will see you there. Bye Bobby Kitten D. Bye JF Cat. Goodbye Miss Eric. Goodbye JF Cat. Brother, friend, president, cat. This is weird. This is super weird. <laughs> <laughs>